0: Welcome to the Break Future Brilliance podcast, where we have inspiring and insightful conversations about breaking free from life's biggest challenges to find fulfillment and purpose. I am your host, Seema Giri, an international speaker, best selling and award winning author, book writing mentor, and publisher. I bring you real life stories of healing and transformational journeys so that you know that you can create life on your own terms. Our heart-centered guests are the everyday heroes that you find in your backyard, from mothers to sisters, to friends to entrepreneurs and authors. Join us to hear their positive and powerful stories so you too can learn to live with purpose and joy. Welcome to Breakthrough to Brilliance podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you for another amazing episode. And today we are doing part of our author series, and we have an amazing author, Dr. Mary Thomas, for our most recent book that hit number one international bestselling status, which is called Break Free to Health and Vitality. So we're excited to speak to you about that. But before we get started, let's get grounded. So just sit comfortably in your chair and close your eyes. If you're driving, please follow along with us, but don't close your eyes. So let's take a deep breath, eyes closed. Inhale and exhale through your mouth. With another deep inhale, I would inhale peace. And exhale anything that is not serving you right now. I know you must have had a busy day, lots of appointments and things to do before our time together right now, and you have things afterwards. But I encourage you to try to not think about that. I promise you, they'll be waiting for you when you're done. Take another deep breath, and just relax into your chair. And I would like you to bring your awareness to your heart. And maybe even put your hand over your heart to create that awareness. With another deep breath, think of a happy moment. It can be from any time period in your life. It could be from your childhood, any time period, even today. Sometimes we look in the past and forget about the joyous, happy moments today. And I want you to relive this moment as if you're living it for the very first time. Think about what you were doing at the time. Who were you with? What brought you that joy, peace, and blissfulness? With your next inhale, I just want you to feel into that and embody it. And with your next inhale, I want you to bring your awareness to the top of your head where our crown chakra is. And think of a second happy moment. Again, it can be from any time period in your life. Whatever pops into your head, right away is probably the one you want to think about. And relive this moment as if you're living it for the very first time. Again, think of who you were with, what you were doing, what was the ambiance, whether the people or the nature, all, all of those things combined together that brought you that blissful feeling, that joy in that moment.
1: Embody that feeling.
0: And with your next breath in, deep inhale and exhale. I want you to open up your heart and your mind to see what the possibilities Get from our conversation today. Maybe it's something that you need to hear, or something that your near and dear ones need to hear, and you are the messenger. I invite our guests and myself to open our minds and hearts to really tune into what our listeners might need to hear from us today. Keep me open. And with your next inhale and exhale, Let's get really present in the moment, here and now, in the moment, for the moment, and you may open your eyes with a great big smile. Welcome, Mary. I'm so excited to have you on our show today.
1: Thank you. It's an honor to be with you, Missima. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, It's a pleasure having you. I'm looking forward to our time together today. And before we get started and dive into the interview, I would like to formally introduce our very own Dr. Mary Thomas. She is a medical doctor, corporate health trainer, and mind health advocate and 2 times number one international best-selling author. Mary is an advocate for positive changes in healthcare. Her mission is to change disease care to healthcare, one patient at a time. And she believes that change has already begun in the collective. Well, let's get started with that, Mary. What do you mean by the collective?
1: What do I mean by the collective? Well, the collective is of course all of us and we we are all actually connected. Whether we think that way or not, we are actually all connected. So therefore, if we, ha- uh, we are all aligned with each other, whether in at a high frequency or even at a lower frequency, then this forms a collective that gives a result or a consequence. So we're all now facing a pandemic and we are all part of that collective because somewhere along the line, we've all thought about something that has brought us all together in a common denominator. So that's what I mean by the collective. So we're all we're all in it together.
0: It sounds very
1: spiritual. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's one of those spiritual concepts. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So was that hard for you to have that kind of a I guess the spirituality background being a medical doctor?
1: You see, medicine is science and particularly Western medicine, it's very much rooted in science. But if we look back at what thousands of years ago when healers or shamans or any of these ancient Uh, modalities, they didn't follow science. They were intuitive healers. When they see someone, they know, okay, I'm going to give this particular bark or I'm going to give this particular leaf or herb or a fruit. So a lot of this comes from within us where we instinctively know when we see a patient Never mind the science, of course it's there because when we prescribe a drug, we are following the science. But when I'm looking at a patient, I'm also looking at the overall, the, the full picture of that person in mind, body, and so on. So if one is an intuitive healer and at the same time a medical doctor, you can you can get in touch with your spirituality to help the patient and I do that quite often actually yeah especially if I get someone one-to-one not in a hospital setting but one-to-one yeah there is spirituality in medicine for sure just like in um, psychology now they do psycho-spirituality yeah so definitely there is
0: that's really interesting I I love the alternative healing um that whole process and that whole uh what do you call that um that whole area i mean they call it alternative healing now but i think that's what we started with but that there is a whole science to in alternative healing too don't you think yes yeah. there is there intuitively is intuitively done but there's a whole science. yes
1: there. there is a science to alternative modalities as well and um we definitely have to use that that part of the therapy, I mean, the, the science part of it, in order to get it right with the patient. Now, if, for example, I am involved in Ayurveda, let's just say, I'm in mean, Ayurveda. Now, Ayurveda is ancient wisdom, it's like thousands of years ago, but we as humans have evolved to a stage where, because of the influences of, let's say, Western medicine or evidence-based medicine, A patient, if I were to go and let's just say I'm an Ivory Doctor, if I were to go and say that, you know what, you just take these herbs, you just take this. No, patients are different now. They have evolved. They want to see the evidence as well. They want to see some research work. They want to see some data. So even um, alternative modalities now work to a large extent on evidence based medicine and treatment. Yeah, they do. They do.
0: And uh, testimonials to to show that to show that it actually works.
1: Yeah, so, placebo effect. effect sometimes.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I could <laughs> talk about this for hours, <laughs> but let's come back to. You were part of my first compilation, Break Free to Stand in Your Power, and I was excited to right. have you part of the second Break Free to Health and Vitality, part of the Break Free Theory. What inspired you to be part of this book when you already have become a number one international bestselling author?
1: Okay, the title itself, I mean the whole concept, the whole theme is about health and vitality and that's my pet peeve, my pet. I I love this topic. So it's uh, definitely a a given that I would be writing about this and I really want to get out to the world that, you see, when people are sick, a lot of them are hopeless, especially if it's chronic, mm-hmm. if it's terminal, we don't even have to go explain on that one. You know, like someone gets a, a particular diagnosis and they go like, oh, that's just the end of it. What do I do now, doctor? What do I do? So really, there's a lot that can be done, but we are not, uh, the patient is either not exposed to it or doctors are limited to what they can say. For example, in in Western medicine, I'm not in a position perhaps to actually advocate something else and tell the patient, for example, just go back home and pray or just go back home and take these herbs because our modality doesn't work that way. Now, if I were a spiritual uh, in the spiritual realm and involved in that, then I can tell my patient to do that. So what I would like to emphasize or what I did emphasize in my chapter was that we need to put it all together. Mm-hmm. Really, there isn't just one size fits all or just one formula for the patient. Remember, we are all as unique as our fingerprint, all our fingerprints, you know, it's unique, no one else in the world has it. So I'm of the firm belief that we need to put it all together, which is why in my chapter, I mentioned the mind, body, and soul connection. So if we look at Dr. Brian Weiss, who talks about past life regression, he even heals people based on past lives. Western medicine has already given up, yeah. so look at that. We could just help so many people if we could just put a few modalities together, look at the person as a whole, and yes, we've saved our patients. That's the way I look at it. No, I totally agree. I think it needs it
0: needs to be a holistic view and holistic view mm-hmm. means including some of these modalities. As you know, I specialize also in the energy healing and with my own personal experience from chronic pain to this, it was a combination and I see that in my clients as well. It's always a combination that really brings in that ease and the healing. Um, Absolutely. Which I encourage people to really look at more of, of both aspects. They both have a place in the world. It's not one or the other. It's not one or the other. I totally agree with that. Medicine is good for short term and then you add on the alternative modalities for long term because, you know, I was on over 30 medications for several years, you know, like 10 plus years. And after so long, it wears the body down of being on chemicals for so long. And I just intuitively knew that wasn't possible for a long term. So I, I, I was lucky enough to find something else. And now I'm on just one. So um, for the listeners, I would, you know, if you're wondering what is, you know, the alternative medicine and other healing modalities and you're questioning that, I would request you to be a little bit more open and do your own research and see if it applies to you or, you know, explore a little bit at a time and see how it affects you it's just like trying any other dish or food something new that you hear about right you you taste it you test it and you see how it works for you so mary what was your journey like from the first book to the second book did you did you notice any change in yourself did you have any more insights about you as as as, um you know, as an author, as a person going
1: through the six I will say that it wasn't much of a, a difference if, because Seema, you know, this came very naturally to me. You remember the first time we spoke. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I it was um, a very smooth, very smooth, I would say, uh, primarily because I guess I've always wanted to express myself in the narrative, in the written narrative. Mm-hmm. I've always been doing that, but not in a big way. And yeah, it was it was both. I mean, from the from the word go. So, and the topics or the themes that you have chosen very well aligned with me. Break free to stand in your power come on, that's me, that's my thing, and then break free to um, health and vitality, that's also my thing, and I'm looking forward to the next book, which I have an idea, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's also my thing, <laughs> so it's a smooth transition, very aligned, very aligned, yeah. And I guess when
0: you're aligned to something, then it, it's just, like you said, it's very smooth, and it's It's very intuitive. Now, what about what is the name of your chapter and what do you want the readers to get out of your chapter?
1: I'm sorry. uh, Could you repeat that?
0: Can you tell our listeners what is the name of your chapter and what do you hope they gain from reading it?
1: I see. My chapter is um, The Mind-Body-Soul Connection, The New Frontier for Medicine. And as I mentioned earlier, I really want to get it out out there that we have to look at disease care, change that to health care by looking at the whole person. I mean, I cannot cannot even begin to say that nah, we can just eliminate the mind part or, or eliminate the soul part. No. Because we are we are built with that. We are built as a person who has a mind that thinks, who has a soul, you know, that, that part of that within us, and we also have the body. So how could we even think of eliminating one or two? So the way to go in the future, I really see foresee this as the frontier for, the new frontier for medicine, because without which we are just going to remain where we are. Now, where are we? As I mentioned in my chapter, where are we right now? Are we in the best of health? Look what has happened in the pandemic. Look at the millions of people who are infected and the millions who have died. How could a virus could do that? Okay, call it a novel virus, but it's a virus at the end. It's a bug at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And why are there so many who did not get infected? Okay, granted, we have done our social distancing, put on our masks or whatever protocols we have followed, but there are billions who are still not infected. So what I'm trying to say here is that there must be the X factor that we need to put across, so that we are able to be healthier. We're not. we just actually, to be honest, you know, I'm uh, in the hospital. We're just tired of seeing sick people. Why are there so many sick people? Why everywhere? What's the reason for that? I mean, popping a pill is so easy. Could it be that? So our formula so far has not been. One that is uh, proactive and thriving. People are simply surviving. Other priorities.
0: I totally agree with you. It is it is time to start thriving.
1: Yes. Really yes, we need thriving. to. So, and in order to thrive, we have to look at all that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I totally, I totally understand that point of view. So, in terms of how other medical doctors are feeling about this. Do you feel you're like an um, anomaly of, <laughs> totally out there with this thought process or do you feel like there's more doctors feeling this way and going towards this
1: route? Okay, good question. The, we are still at a stage where we're trying to, what should I say, make it mainstream. All right, we're still in that stage. And, and I would really state that modern medicine, evidence-based medicine, there is a place for it. No doubt on that one, yeah? Now, senior doctors who have been through the whole mill of treating patients for decades and all that, they know. They know that there is something more that can be done for patients rather than just prescribing pills. Uh, Why do I say that? Because I have interviewed um, doctors, senior doctors, some of whom have had terminal illnesses, and they came out of it not just with Western medicine. Some of them went into spirituality, some of them went into alternative treatments, you know, for example, they didn't actually go into treatments per se, some of them did juicing, they did, you know, nutrition-based, you know, those kind of stuff. So, These are the doctors, too, who are now promoting or believing in the fact that, yes, there are different ways to go about this. So when we we talk about the younger ones, perhaps they still need to be, you know, to understand this. But the seniors, yes. And there are so many books out there written by senior doctors that talk about adjunct therapies or, you know, alternative means of putting it all together for our patients. It's gaining popularity. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's gaining. It's there. It's there, particularly in Asia, particularly in Asia.
0: That's good. And so what I'm hearing you say is that most of these things are coming through wisdom and experience of life, experience of treating so many patients that they're realizing that there needs to be a combination of a few other things along with, you know, the... The medicines, the pharmaceuticals, and all of that that is there. That is good to know. I mean, this I think this is how things start, right? It comes a thought, a seed in someone's mind. They share it. The idea expands. People take it to the next level. And then it slowly gains momentum. So I think in the next 5 to 10, 20 years, we'll see a major change in the way yes I really hope the way so our our health is taken care of managed and you know yeah I think it's it, it's time with as quickly as technology has has changed so many things there's still some other areas that still need to catch up. So we're looking forward to to that and you know thanks to people like you and other doctors who think the same way in your field are Helping bring about this change. And the yes. best way to do that is to share your experience, share your story like you have in this book. Because people receive information in various ways, in different ways. And I feel it is the responsibility of all of us to take whatever action, whether it's in the form of speaking or writing or um, doing videos. It's important to get the information out there for everyone to understand and absorb. So thank you for that. So, what thank, steps, you too. thank you to what, you too. What is that one or two um, advice you can give, tips you can give to someone who can get started today on their journey of health and vitality?
1: Okay. Good question again. My advice to them is First of all, in like in anything else or in any other areas of our lives, we need to get someone to guide us, to coach us. We need someone to be our accountability partner. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that someone is telling, saying today, I'm going to take charge of my health. I'm going to do something about my health and I'm going to focus on that. And it's going to be my priority for the next, let's say, three months. I'm doing this with a few few of my patients. I'm following up with them on a monthly basis and ensuring that they achieve their health goals. So the first thing a person should do who has already made that decision is to find a health coach, find a guide, a facilitator, whatever you may want to call it, and make sure that you and the coach are aligned. It's very important. Because, see, when I coach uh, my, my patients, I don't tell them what to do. Do this and do that. You know, they show me their reports. And I, I don't tell them, okay, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. No. Because when you instruct people to do something, we all know that, you know, we won't be obedient to it or we won't comply to it. Instead, what I do is I tell them, what can you do reasonably within your, your framework of your lifestyle? What can you do to, let's let's say, for example, address your sleep health? A lot of people have sleep issues. A lot. I mean, and I, I would think that literally everyone at some point has a sleep issue and sleep health is so important. So... Okay, let's talk about sleep. You know, I remember talking to a, a patient about that. What can you reasonably do to get your sleep back in order? So he told me that I can go to sleep at 12 instead of one or two that I'm doing. I said, really? Can really can you do that? Yes, I can. Okay, great. Let's start with that. So he did that. So, you know, so when we coach, we need to put the patient in front of us first or the person rather than giving instructions, okay, here we are, you've got to lose 10 kilos, you know. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. So the first suggestion would be to get a health coach, preferably a doctor because he or she would know completely how to get the whole thing done. And make sure you're in alignment with this person, with um, the coach and the patient are both in, aligned. You don't want them arguing and you know having conflicts and then getting into you know uh, no no it has to be smooth. So that's very important. Getting someone that you're aligned with, whose goals who, um, who understands your goals, your limitations, your how much how far you can go. I have come across coaches who have difficulty with that, so it's very important for the person to find a good coach aligned with the goals. That's
0: very important. That's the first thing I would say. That's a very good uh, tip. Make sure that you know take charge of your own health, take the responsibility, and then if you know you can't do it on your own, find someone. Whether it's a a health coach or a doctor who's also a health coach in alignment with yourself so that's very important great tip mary thank you so much for being part of our our show today and this is our this was our author series with dr mary thomas for our recent number one international best-selling book break free to health and vitality and i look
1: forward to talking to you
0: again soon mary for the next thank you interview.
1: very much it's been an honor with being working with you and even on this interview thank you very much I look forward to working with you on your next book Sima
0: yes me too <laughs> me too and it's all ready and ready to get started on so listeners thank you so much for joining us today and I hope you enjoyed our show today until next time this is Sima thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Break Feature Brilliance podcast I hope you enjoyed our time together. I know I did. Through this transformational journey, I hope you can see yourself taking similar steps, breaking free to your brilliance and creating the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe to Break Free to Brilliance wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow along with us on social media using the links in the show notes below. We'll see you again for next week's episode.